the podcast from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. During the season of Lent, we are reading through the entire Gospel of Luke. Each day, you will hear a portion of the Gospel, followed by a brief meditation and a prayer. Subscribe to receive this podcast daily. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to First Lutheran's Lenten Podcast, where we will read the entire book of Luke together. I'm Rachel James, and I'm the Director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministry here at First Lutheran. Today, I am reading Luke chapter 9, verses 37 through 62. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then, a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher! I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. While everyone was amazed at all he was doing, he said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands. But they did not understand this saying. Its meaning was concealed from them so that they could not perceive it. And they were afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument rose among them as to which of them was the greatest. But Jesus, aware of their inner thoughts, took a little child and put it by his side and said to them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For the least among all of you is the greatest. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for whoever is not against you is for you. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. But they did not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to those at my home. 
Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. The word of the Lord. All of these stories here have different characters, but the main people they are about is Jesus and the disciples. And the headline is, they still don't get it. No matter what is going on, the disciples are confused and aren't quite sure how this new kingdom of God is supposed to work. When a family brings a child that has what looks like epilepsy, the disciples aren't able to do anything and Jesus rebukes them. But later the disciples are like, yes, we're gonna call down fire from heaven. And Jesus is like, well, that's a little bit too much. They can't find the right way to follow. Jesus shares with them the important knowledge about a little child leading them in humility, leading them in dependence and trust on God. And then John answers them with a discussion about authority and who's in charge and who's with us and who's against us. Jesus is trying to teach us that although we lack authority and power, it's not about us. It's not about how great we are at healing. It's about drawing attention to God. It's not about our knowledge and our understanding. It's about our humility and our trust on God. The disciples have this idea of who's the greatest, who's got power over other people, who's a part of our team and who is not a part of our team. They're jealous of other people. They perceive enemies everywhere. But Jesus sets his face toward Jerusalem. He is interested in the truth of God's work through his sacrifice. Jesus squashes all rivalry. It's about God's team, not our team. It's about us serving and not looking back. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you have given us grace and mercy time and again as we just don't get it. We pray for us to have the heart of a child to follow you and to listen while you teach, even when we don't understand it. Thank you, God, that you have shown us what is the greatest way to be in the kingdom of God, and that is to be dependent upon you. Amen.